0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Love, Florida Realtor podcast. This is Mark Hanover, Realtor in PSA with Keller Williams, Peace River Partners in Port Charlotte and Punta Gorda. Wow, that's a lot to say. And uh, I'm very excited today because we get to talk to my good friend Johnny Russler from Johnny Russler and the Beach Bum Band, AKA the guy you just heard singing. Uh, this is a really cool dude. Uh, him and I have been talking an awful lot recently here, especially since I asked for permission to use his uh, song as my theme for the podcast. Um, I think you guys are going to really dig him. He's a lot of fun, and it's easy to see why he's so successful at the whole trop rock and American uh, tropical Americana music as well. Um, I'm really excited to hear about some new projects that he's got going on here, as well as to hear about how the last year's been going. Uh, This has been an interesting year for everybody, just everybody across the world, and very interesting for those of us who actually have to deal with the public en masse, uh, like what he has to when he does a gig. Uh, I know that there's been a lot of very interesting things For gig workers across the nation here, Um, if you're in an area where you're still not allowed to play, my heart goes out to you, and I hope that changes soon. I hope it's safe for that to change soon. Um, I know I've had some friends that have had to actually play behind plexiglass. I know that I've had friends that have had to play, I believe it was like 25 feet away or some kind of crazy number like that. And, uh, you know, I just really hope that uh, everything does get back to normal so everyone can get a little bit more sunshine, a little bit more happiness in their life with some of our favorite music. So without further ado, Johnny Rustler from Johnny Rustler and the Beach Bomb Band. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Mark Hanover with the Flo- Love Florida Realtor Podcast. And today we have a huge guest star with us, Johnny Restler of Johnny Restler and the Beach Bum Band. How you doing, Johnny? Good, my man. How you doing? I am doing just fine now that this equipment problem is going to be fixed. I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> Good that's Lord. All right. I get
1: it. I get it. Trust me. I, I'm the king <laughs> of the mute button in the band. Like, I think something's wrong or a chord and all stuff. And really, I just like it the mute button on accident. So. Oh, good Lord. Band, so I completely understand.
0: Oh, well, that's, that's totally cool. So um, how are things, man?
1: Good, good. Like I was saying a little bit earlier, it's like 98 degrees, so I plan on doing a Mai Tai and a Cannonball a little bit later on today because, you know, that 98, that's when I'm starting to feel like I'm in Florida. So <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And, and who doesn't want to live there, you know?
1: Uh, what I'm me. saying, I'm telling you, I would love to be there. And so I had, I had a friend that just moved back from. He lived in. He was living in Key West for a few years, and uh, he moved back up this way. And I, I always ask him why. But, wow. Uh, yeah. Like I was like, that's a tough. That's a tough move, man.
0: So, so, but
1: he is he's doing the family life thing.
0: Oh, okay. So that's uh, good. Yeah. So where is that way for the listeners at home?
1: I am uh, up in the Chicagoland area, so it's kind of weird being a beach bum that's like landlocked by by the Midwest, but I do have the third coast. We have Lake Michigan. That's true. Just no, no salt, no sharks, but
2: you that's know,
0: true.
1: Still got to love it. But I, I love, like I said, I love Florida, man. I love it down there. And really good down there. Like, you didn't get any bad weather, did you?
0: You know, we really missed the bandwagon on the whole uh, uh, Super Cane thing that was supposed to come through here. You know, um, we got a couple of spinoff storms that came through and I think we have a couple more spinoff storms that should come through here in a couple days, but that's the most we got from it. Thankfully. Hey,
1: that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. I say That's a good thing. Yeah. So uh, definitely.
0: So what's been going on with Johnny wrestler lately? Have you been busy? You've been doing gigs?
1: Ironically, it's kind of weird. So we were, you know, we hit in the beginning all this pandemic craziness. Every time I opened up my email, I was like, sorry, we have to cancel this show. Sorry, we have to cancel this show. And, uh, you know, we just started picking up the gigs that are outside, you know, like the uh, concerts in the park type of thing and stuff like that, that whole thing. And then we finally just played Trap Rock and the Ozarks, which was a great, you know, Trap Rock Fest, and it was daring. It was at the Margaritava Resort. A lot of people that I know had tickets didn't go because they were afraid, and Missouri was one of those, you know, states that was on the hot spot list, and a lot of people didn't want to go. I I had, like, family that were afraid for me. They didn't want me to go because they are afraid of this whole COVID thing, and I was like, hey, you know, you got to do it. It really comes down to you being safe and kind of following the rules. And uh, we went. When they, we played. It was great. I mean, Donny Brewer was there. Bob Carlin was there. Oh, wow. Uh, the fanatics. I'm trying to get all the musicians over there. Dave Baker, Tom and Coley. I mean, it was like the whole fest. It was like doing it. And it's weird because you become kind of, I like say family in a way when you start doing a lot of the same fest. You always play together. You run into each other. And when it was all taken away, you forgot how. And you're like, wow, that's been my chance where we hang out. That's where we do things. There's the after parties and all that stuff. And it was so good to be back with everybody. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. So we did that. Uh, and, and we're, you know, the shows were kind of coming in and out as, as long as the, it, it goes. And the way you have, people were staying safe. And I think it was a big, big thing. Colleen and Mark from the Free Range Parrots put it together. And I know they took a lot of heat for it. They took a lot of criticism. But it came back and everybody that was there, not everybody, but all the musicians that were there pretty much took COVID tests and everybody came back negative. And it shows that you can put on a, a, a festival, like a drop rock festival, is how like, I would like say it, but, and, and be safe. So, it, it came out all right and it was, it was such a blast to play that. And besides that, you know, when all this stuff hit, we did a lot of new recording. And I'm hoping by the, the weekend, um... I have a new song coming out. We have a new single coming out called "Kiss You in the Keys." Oh, cool! Uh, so, which is of course all about being in, in up and down the keys and being in love and all that kind of stuff. And uh, John Patty, who is a Florida guy himself, steel pan player down there. He plays like in Punta Gordo. I think that's where he's at.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But he's he's out that way. He plays. He's like our guest steel pan player on the on the on the new single and that's coming out. and I'm super excited to do that. And I have a whole backlog of new music coming out. So I don't know if we're going to just release them as singles or eventually just say, "Hey, we're going to hold on and make an album." But um, yeah, we have a whole bunch of new music on deck ready to go. It's so it's half either either recorded, half we recorded, need editing, mixing, but they're they're all coming together. We we went to town. I mean, we have like 30 songs that are either written half written some recorded so i'm like the good thing that came out of it is a lot of the times when you're playing like crazy because usually we play like 15 20 shows a month especially over the summer and you don't get time to jam and do all your write your songs and do things like that and now we we did so it's kind of it's exciting you know it's to, I love creating music. You know, I mean, it's fun. I know, with the Beach Bum band, we play a lot of other, you know, cover tunes too, because of the fast type of style that it is. But, you know, when you start playing music, it's to write your own stuff and, and get your own music out there, and that's what that's what I love doing. So, but I love playing too because I have that guitar habit. And <laughs> I, I do. I have a lot of guitars. I know. It. Gotta feed the beast. So. <laughs> yeah, and if I and that's what I if I don't have gigs, I actually I, I got scared. I, I had like a, a, a panic at one point. It was it was like June, and I had 15 shows canceled in that week, and I was like, what am I going to do? And I'm looking at all these guitars, and I was like, I, I won't have a reason to play them. Right. And then I'm going to have to get rid of them, you know. So like, because I do, I play. I have some great guitars that people are like, why are you playing that live? I'm like, I got it to play, man. I got it. You know, I got this thing I got this like 1959 Gibson guitar and I like love to play wow. people are like that should be in a museum I'm like no 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 I'm like, I got this thing to play and I have to look at so um, yeah so how oh, that goes that's pretty that's, cool but yeah I can't and then you know I'm hoping that all together we have like two albums two <laughs> albums by, by the time it's all done is what I, or at least two albums worth of music
0: I was going to say it sounds like you're going to you got a lot on your plate, sir.
1: No, oh, I know it's 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 been it's been busy, it's been busy. So, what about you, man? How's everything with like everything you got going on?
0: Oh gosh, uh, the the real estate market down here is certainly starting to become a lot more active. Um, a lot of people came back down. Ironically, uh, the snowbirds came back down uh, right after the whole COVID thing hit. <laughs> they went home, decided, well, if we're going to be stuck in inside. We might as well be yeah. stuck inside down in Florida. So uh yeah, we're we're dealing with a lot of the uh backlog from that now and then we're getting ready for the season, which is drastically coming up on us. Uh so that's always real fun.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That is good that is good stuff.
0: So that what what caused a Chicagoland guy like you to start playing drop rock music, if I can ask?
1: Uh ironically, it was it's a mix of two things. One is when I was a kid, when I was younger, my parents would always go, they used to have a place on Sanibel Island. Oh, wow. And uh, we'd go to Sanibel and I would hear the music. You know, you'd hear the steel pan and you'd hear the music. So I related that to that. Then when I got into college, you know, I was a rock and roll, I always say I'm a rock and roll refugee. I I was the guy that had the long hair the leather pants, the rocking guitars, and you know, even now, like I, it still influences me big. Like our shows, like I grew up on Kiss, right. and like Poison, Def Leppard. So when I put on a show, I bring smoke machines. You know, what I mean, I bring lasers if, if it calls for it. That's awesome. I think that I think that's cool. I think that's part of the show. Otherwise, you can put on an album. So I have fun putting on big production shows. Um, but what happened is, I got to college. The band broke up. You know, our rock band broke up and I got to college and when it goes, you know, with college, start discovering stuff like beer and burritos and uh, stumbled <laughs> upon, yeah, I know it's crazy. I, I was I was stumbled upon Jimmy Buffett through a radio guy here. I used to uh, talk show guy named uh, Jonathan Brandmeyer, and he had a show Johnny B and him and Buzz in the morning and I heard fruitcakes. Oh okay. And and I mean at this point I was jamming out to all these other rock bands like, you know, Poison and, and Skid Row and all this stuff and I heard fruitcakes, which is so left field from what I was listening to, and it was the steel pans and the horns and then the lyrics to that I was like, Oh man, this is this song's about me. You know, like <laughs> I, I I am that guy. And I was Starting to find the need to change what I was playing, and when I heard that, it just kind of took me back to all those good times, family vacations, and the beach. I loved, I've loved the beach no matter how old I am, and it's kind of funny because my son loves the beach, and I mean my daughter does too. They're twins. They love the beach, but my son's like me. He's like that inherent. I love the beach, and music. so I'm like. Well, maybe he'll take over one day, but it, it was just those things that, that I just love. I love that salt in the air and the, the, you know, and the waves and everything. And it brought me back to that. And then I, so I went and bought Fruitcakes. I went and bought the album, and it was. I remember it was like a culture shock. I was like, Wow, I gotta. This is slow and this is different, mm-hmm. and it's got all this other stuff to it. And then I was like, Well, let me try it. And that's when I was starting to play, you know, college dorms for 50 bucks in beer. And I would, uh, set up beer cans and call that the Beach Bum Band. We <laughs> didn't have the band. That's, that's how right. game, I, I mean, that's how it happened. That's great. And then, and then I was playing and I was getting used to it and I actually went ahead and wrote Fat Guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Um, it was, it in college and it was a joke. It was a, it was a, a joke song that I wasn't even going to play. And then eventually, when I started the band, the guys in the band were like, Well guys like, Yeah, cool, we're the beach Fund band. They're like, No, no, I'll keep the Johnny Russell part in front of it. Uh, because people know you and kinda know the stick. And that's how that all kinda happened. But I always like kinda wanna give because 'cause I'm telling you, I, I'm only as good as my band. And I got great guys in my band, you know, I've great guys that play this band, this lineup that I have right now. I I mean I, I feel guilty when these people it's like Johnny Rose from the Beach Bump Band because it's like, yeah, it is, but man, these guys, without playing with these guys, you know, it's it's amazing. I'm a songwriter and I'll do stuff like that, but our bass player, Tom Rucker, who we call Trucker, he's like the musical director of the band. So when we're on stage, he because my timing, I have the worst timing in the world. It's like a, it's almost a joke. <laughs> I have to like, I have to listen to cues, different things. So he can, he'll yell at me while we're on stage, you know, like he'll be like, "Watch your tire <laughs> Nobody else can hear it because you know music is right, yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And it whoops me in the shape. So you know, it's cool because it it's good to have that that background. But that's what happened. I just kind of it started off that way. It was cakes and my past from being on the beach and stuff like that. And I went ahead and wrote back on a lion shirt, and it caught on. And then I was like, oh, well, people liked it, and they thought it was funny. Then I started kind of playing some more Jimmy Buffett tunes, and then the band came together, and it kind of just kind of sort of together. Then all of a sudden, we got those shows where when Jimmy Buffett was opening those Cheeseburger in Paradise, where they had us be the band for the Cheeseburger in Paradise opening. That's so cool. So, yeah, so we played with them four times, I think. Yeah, like four or five times at the openings, and we ended up being his – Backing band, and that really—I mean, obviously—at that point it elevates
2: sure. your band.
1: So, like, then all of a sudden it got serious, and like, oh god, we gotta, you know, because it used to be where band practices, we play some songs and figure out who made the best Bloody Mary. Right. And then all of a sudden I was like, guys, we gotta, we gotta really like, we gotta do this. We gotta so, like try
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird because I mean that was
1: twenty years ago. If if you ever told me I'd have been in a band for twenty years you know, like the same band for 20 years, no way. That's amazing. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't believe it at all. So even on our first our first CD, I got a song that dates itself. We have Cineritas and Margaritas. And in this time, when I wrote it, like the girl in the song, um, I was 24 when I wrote the song. So it's like, oh, there's a girl that's 18 in the song, you know, like that kind of thing. And it, it was okay when you're 24. And then when I got to 34, I'm like, you know, that's I gotta switch the age on this on this girl because it's getting a little creepy. <laughs> you know, <And> so <laughs> then, I started, then I started singing 23, and now that I'm 45, I'm like up the age to 33. So I mean, right. by the time we're playing the nursing home circuit, she'll be like 63. So <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Keeps changing, but I mean, like when I wrote that song, obviously, I didn't think I was like, I wish I mean, it might have a good five years, and we'll keep going. And here we are. Uh, 20 years later, you know, I have one guy in the band who's been with me the whole time, which is Joe McKee, our conga player, percussion guy.
2: Awesome.
1: My drummer is one of the original drummers. He had a little leave of absence and he's back. And then, uh, you know, then I got Mark Smith on the pants. He's our newest member and he's he's been in the band six or seven years. You know, Tom and, uh, he's who plays bass he's been in the band 14 and then by key man he's been in the band about eight or nine years so i mean it's just how how fast time flies and it becomes family that's what i like you know there's guys that play solo and they'll do their guitars and they'll go out there and do that but like i love being in a band you know it's not like you're a band so you're like a family and you have your ups and downs together and you go through things together and that's what, that's what I like about it. I'm not just picking up side guys. I like being in a band. So, you know, that's how that goes.
0: Well, and one of the really cool things about you guys is that comes across in your music. Like, I was, um, just as part of preparation for this, this interview, um, I was listening to a couple albums of yours and your sound is so rich and it sounds like you're really put together, which not every band can really claim. Even bands like Kiss. <laughs> you can't really. Yeah. Play. They they really sound like four individuals at times, as opposed to playing together in harmony and and trying to make everything sound like one beautiful wall of sound, so to speak. So.
1: Yeah, no, it's that's what I like about being in a band. That's cool. So, and, and then when you're in the studio together, it's cool because you do different creative, you know, different creative elements when you're in there. You're like, hey yo, because studio is so much different than been live and everybody contributes some, some of their influence. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like that's so, what I mean, like we have fun being on stage together. So it's not like you just kind of walked up, you know, like in Vegas, they got a, a music union where you might never see this guy before, but he's supposed to know his part. Mm-hmm. play together where this is like, we have fun on stage together. And that's my biggest thing. Like, that's why I love playing live. I, I love playing live with these guys. So you know that's that's the fun part. We joke around on stage. I always said if there was an album of, of stage banter, it could be a comedy album. So
0: <laughs> I believe that. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. So what's what's the next big project then? Like the next big goal, I should say, because you for you already told me you have like eighty six things that you're working on. But uh, what's the next big long term goal for the Beach Bomb Band then?
1: I, I really think creating. I know I kind of went there, but it's creating more music, and it's been different because in the past we've only wrote and and now we've been doing uh I there's a guy Al Camp up here, he's in the Chicago Paradise Club member and he came in with some songs. I'm like, you know, these are pretty cool cool lyrics.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
1: wrote it together and it's the two songs that are on, on our latest, latest album, Living the Dream, as uh Week in the Keys and the one that opens it up Six Pennies and I was like, these are, these are good songs, man. Let's put them together. And that kind of opened a door for me. And then Donnie Brewer came and said, hey, let's write this song together. And we wrote Tacos, Tequila, and Shrap Rock together. And uh, now I've been enjoying kind of venturing out and getting other people's stuff. So Mike McHenry, a guy out of St. Louis, and I are working on a song called The No Wig Zone right now. And that should be coming out really soon, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's been like not just doing recordings but with different people it's been fun to kind of go in the genre and pick up other people's ideas influences it, it made us better songwriters so that's what's been kind of fun so I'm kind of hoping to have an album of uh, songs that we all do together that we have somebody on us so like Mike McHenry and I are both going to sing the song um, right. So there's stuff like that, like I want to hit up a couple of guys where we both play, you know, we both sing the songs so they can put on their album, I can put on our album, and kind of do like a Beach Bum Band and Friends album. You know, it sounds kind of cheesy because it's been done before, but I, I really do, like I said, when we do this stuff, like I, lo- I love these guys. Um, so, it's, it's fun to be with them. So, and when you're playing these different things, so I'm like, you know, I think let let's let that shine through and, and some songs that we write together. so
0: That's well, kind of the name you know. of the game with the genre, too, right? I mean, if it's yeah, not fun, you know, it's...
1: Yeah, and it's cool because, you know, like I, like I said, I've been in a rock band, I've done those things, and this has been cool because this is people, like, lifting you up. We, we help each other out. Right. And it's not like we're, like, when I was in a rock band, it was competitive, and this is, like... For the most part, you know, there. I mean, there are, of course, there are there are bands that can be competitive, but for the most part, it's like, hey, let me help you do this. Let's let's do this together. Let's do that and elevate everybody. So, you know, like the the saying goes, you know, high tide raises all boats. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's that. It's kind of that. And I've never really experienced it before until this playing in this genre of music, and especially lately when all this hit and musicians can't play music and and are struggling and finding things out. Uh, that's how it's, it's been a really uplifting experience, like community experience. I know it sounds weird, but it's been really cool. Sure. So, I mean, not cool that all this stuff happened, but cool that we're all trying to help each other out. So, it's, it's something good to be part of.
0: Sure. And, and that's actually, um, throughout the entire genre in all levels too. Uh, I, I am not musically inclined. Uh, but I do do a lot of work with radio A1A a- 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 like, you know, obviously we're doing right now. And it's, yeah. it was so fascinating when I very first started Twisted Palms, uh, my Hawaiian shirt company, because as soon as I got a hold of Harry Seaford and Lyle, Lyle Wilson, like that was it, dude. All they care. Yeah. They, they wanted me to advertise with them, with them and all that other kind of stuff, but I, there was a lot of perks and well, including this podcast. Um, that came across just because, you know, as you said, high tide raises all boats. And they were really interested in making sure that I was successful and, and helping them be successful as well. And, uh, it's, I've noticed that across all of the trop rock genre and especially between you guys. Cause I mean, you've mentioned Donnie Brewer a lot. I mean, he does songs with everybody. Right? Yeah.
1: That's kind of <laughs> where I got, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I get credit due is like, when after I wrote the song with him, and he's got his Winnebago tapes, mm-hmm. and you know we're gonna be doing a Beach Beachbum Band version of Tequila, Tacos, Tequila, Trap Rock, where we play on it with him. And I was I, that kind of gave me ideas. Like I love these guys,
2: sure.
1: and so I want to go ahead and try to write songs with some of these people and put on an album. That's that's like I said. That's like my long term, my long term goal. So. Because right now, I know we got these ones that are like a little bit done. Like I said, Kisses and mm-hmm. Cheese is coming out. Throw that thing a lot there, but it's that's a long term goal. But yeah, no, I know. I what I love about it. You know, like, um, there's just different companies that have different, even like you said, like cheese companies, coffee companies, stuff like that, that are tropical, have made their mark, and everybody's helping them out. Yeah. You know, right. so, you know, even with the past podcast that I have going on the side, you know, I got picked up on a couple stations and, it's been uplifting. listening. Everybody's trying to help each other. So it's great. It's cool, man. It's fun. So
0: I can't go on. So do you have a favorite song that you like to play? Where every night it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. You know what I mean? Or does that change even?
1: Man, that's a good question. I've never been asked that question. <laughs> <I'm> serious. <laughs> I, I've never even thought about it. I, You know what? It, it kind of goes on, on energy. So, I like the energy, but now that I'm thinking about it, I have a couple seconds here, like, originals, I love playing originals.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're the songs you wrote. And um you know, I it sounds weird, but fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt, I love playing that song, and part of the reason is, my dad, He's since he's gone now, he's passed away about 11 years ago, but he hated that I was in a metal rock band, had long hair, world leather pants. <laughs> but when I got started doing this, he loved this music. And he was, so I was fat guy on a Hawaiian shirt, and he loved that song, and he loved Volcano by Jimmy Buffett. But what he didn't know, I kept telling him, because this was near the end here, that he thought Jimmy Buffett wrote fat guy on a Hawaiian shirt. Really? A Jimmy Buffett album was like, and he's like, where's that? I never saw that fat guy song. I'm like, Dad, I wrote that song. He's like, No, you didn't like that song you know wow. he was convinced that I didn't like the song. So it kinda cracked me up in my mind, almost every time I play it, it may take me back to this conversation I had with my dad, you know, my aging dad at the time that was like, Hey, no dad, I wrote the song and he couldn't believe that I wrote the song. So it was kinda I don't I don't honestly know if he be, did believe I wrote the song, but I was like, Dad, no, I wrote the song So <laughs> I love playing that one, and then this sounds really left field. But as far as cover songs go, I love playing "Tiki Bars Open," the John Hyatt song. Okay. I love that song. I love Tiki Bars, and I mean I really do. I have Tiki glasses. I love, and I love playing that song because I love the feel. I love the. I love playing. I put my guitar solos in there. The whole thing. That's probably and, and I know it's not like a big hit song, you know, it's not mm-hmm. Sweet Caroline or your Brown Eyed Girl, but for me personally, just the way the, the I love singing it and I love playing the guitar in it. It's probably one of my favorite like all time songs ever, and I just love it. I it's that's the, the cover song I love playing. So, um, but I know, like I said, not a big hit, but it's just my personal like I wish I wrote that song. <laughs> it's one of those songs I, <laughs>
0: I wish I wrote. So, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's good.
0: That's really cool. Good stuff. So, is there any um interesting stories that you could share with uh, the listeners about uh, that may have occurred during a concert or a house show or anything that you might have played during the past?
1: <clears throat> Would be radio appropriate. Some that are not radio appropriate. Well, this is podcast, though, so there's that. There was, there's, we used to, so the song Baja Shakedown,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we used to play, or we still play it's our song, but we used to do a tequila challenge in it, and every time we put tequila in the song, we'd have people come up and do, you know, shots of tequila. Oh, wow. And, and we were playing a, a concert, a, it was like a house concert, but full band, and so basically, almost everybody was going ahead and, and doing the shots, and we did it because they had. You know, it's not like you're buying it. Everybody had tequila and stuff like that, so they're passing it around. Oh, and then all of a sudden, like the crowd got a little like uh, a couple songs after that, like the crowd started disappearing. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Because in your mind, like we're like, there's the Are people leaving? Do we? You know, there's that moment like are like, are we? Do we sound bad? Is something wrong with the PA? Right. What's happening? So we got done playing, and I went in, and everybody was passed out. <laughs> like somewhere they're passed off the couch, they laying on the floor because we kept the tequila, and, you know, in that party spirit. Everybody was in a vibe, drinking all the tequila, and uh, yeah, that's that's how that it, they were all passed out. And then after that moment, I was like, I don't think we should do that anymore.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
1: And I don't think I don't think we've done it anymore. But it was kind of weird because I was like, you know, you. you I was like, wow, this, this party was really going. What happened? Right. And then we went when we went to the inside, everybody's like, just I mean, I am saying like a good like twenty people were just like <sighs> and at a house concert,
0: that's a lot of people. That's were, a lot of people you know, at a house concert, yeah.
1: So yeah, that's Wow. It. probably you know, there's some good ones off the air, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. P D thirteen. Um so with some of the COVID stuff, um, uh, as as you know, you and I have talked about a couple times in the past, I, I keep up with a lot of gig workers and stuff. Uh, have you run into any of the weirdness that has come through with some of the local principalities like needing to be behind plexiglass or minimum of 30 feet away or some of the weirdness that we've heard about?
1: Uh, not plexiglass. The spacing mm-hmm. has been like where people space out or they don't get up and dance. And there's things like that we don't do, like I have a wireless, we have a wireless. You used to go out in the crowd. We'd leave the stage, go out in the crowd. Mm. You're not doing that. Uh it's ruined (laughs) photobomb. So I photobombing people, but that that's kinda happened. But I haven't run into anything too off the wall besides what is already kinda going on that you'd want to be safe. You know, like I don't like setting up in a mask because you're hot and you're doing all that stuff. But, you know, I figured if everybody does their part, this can get over with and music can resume and life can resume as normal. So, you know, that's how that goes.
0: All right, cool. Well, um, tell you what, we're getting about to that time here. Uh, What's the best way for people to get a hold of you so you can get paid?
1: So, yeah, com is our website. Uh, Facebook, our beach bum band on Facebook has a lot more pictures, <laughs> but the, but the dot com has a store. We can get our albums there, our merch there, which I, reminds me, I still have to send you a whole bunch of new stuff. And, uh, all that good stuff is on beachbumband.com but Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, run, all that stuff. So, uh, and, you know, we'd love to come, play. I'm dying to come down to Florida. Oh, I got a big news, a big Florida news too. Oh, there we go. This one. Cool. I'll leave you with this one. I'll leave you with this one. So it was announced at Trap Rock in the Ozarks that the Beach Bum Band is coming down to Whiskey Joe's, Tampa Parrot Head Club's Music on the Bay. Oh, wow. So any of your listeners, you know, everybody in Florida want to come down there, we're going to do, uh, we're closing the whole thing up on Sunday afternoon with the whole band. We're going to rock out there. So come on. I mean, the whole event's going to be cool, but... Yeah, well, that's that's so we're coming down to we're finally making it down to Florida. I cannot wait. So I'm gonna have to have to hook up with you somehow. Yeah,
0: I agree. I'll check. Oh, have to see if I can't get to that. What's that date, just for, in case everyone doesn't know?
1: March. Oh, I think. I think it starts on a Wednesday, the third, like March third or something like that, and goes okay. until the sixth or seventh. I don't have my dates exactly right. I have to look, but. And and it's the Tampa Bay Paradise Club, so you can go. I know they just opened registration. They're just starting to announce the band. Great. So it's going to be a really good time. I know it's us. This is the only people I know that are playing right now. Us. I know Donnie Brewer's playing. I know the Phinetics out of St. Uh, Louis here are playing. I'm trying to go else. But, yeah, you can go check it out. They're going to start announcing people. And while I'll be playing, it'll
0: be good. Yeah, I'll be sure to share all that stuff on my Facebook page, too, just to make sure you guys get as many folks out there as possible. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a good time. And I'm excited because I get to one of those best things.
0: So. Oh, absolutely. That sounds so, like a well, lot of hey, fun. Man.
1: Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you being on.
1: No problem, man. I'll talk to you soon, buddy.
0: Yes, sir. All right. Well, Thanks, you sir. have a great day. Thanks, man. You too, buddy. Bye. And I would like to say thank you again one more time to Johnny Ressler of the Beach Bum Band for uh, joining me today. It's just great talking to him. I love talking to him. Uh, He is so full of life and fun and stories about the Trap Rock world. Uh, It is just amazing to sit down and have a chat with him from time to time. And I feel very privileged that he was willing to give me a half hour of his time today to make that happen. Uh, I think it's just fantastic that he has been with his band for 20 years. I mean, think about that, guys. Legendary rock bands, well, some of the legendary rock bands that he was talking about didn't last but five or six years in reality. I mean, they get back later on after they have nothing else to do, but, uh, you know. Kiss in their heyday, their main lineup only lasted but a few years before they started going into the no makeup stuff. You know, not to mention Poison and all those other people. So that is just amazing to hear from him, and I just think it's amazing to hear how much fun he has and how much fun the guys have as well with him. And I think that's really when you start talking about tropical Americana, trop rock, whatever you want to call it. I really think that that's the point of the genre: to have some fun, to relax to enjoy the the sunshine culture that goes along with it, and maybe sometimes when things aren't so cool. So thanks again, everybody, for joining me today on the Love Florida Realtor podcast. Uh, My name is Mark Hanover. If you have any real estate needs in southwest Florida, go ahead and give me a call at 941-202-1995 or visit lovefloridarealtor.com, and I'll be happy to have a chat with you. Thanks, and until next time, keep on hanging on, just like those twisted poems.
2: Down by the bay, I like to play.